Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Calvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now everything i learned from movies helps to make life a little bit groovy whether one line of plot holes or two it is poopies. It's time to get busy with your friend Stephen Izzy. After the Cold War, only one man can save humanity. This is the saint. I don't know. <laughs> That's my uh, last thing. Woo! Good evening, everybody. I'm Steve. And I'm Izzy. And this is Everything I Learned from Movies. Featuring... Um, the Saint. Featuring The Saint. But uh, which one, Steve? Oh, the one from 1997, starring Val Kilmer and Elizabeth Shue. Wait, isn't that the one with Roger Moore? Briefly. Technically, they both have Roger Moore. <laughs> 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 yes, this movie is based, uh, apparently, not just on the Roger Moore 1960s TV series, but apparently it was also a radio show or something, or, uh... Sorry, RKO film series back in the 30s and 40s. Ooh. About a man who, with no identity, but is a super secret spy using the names of saints. Catholic uh, saints. Yeah, Catholic saints from the past. Now see, our listening audience, Steve, as a Mormon, didn't grow up with the saints. It's true. There's a lot of saints. They all died in really horrible ways. I know St. Patrick. Yeah, do you know what he did? Uh, he, something about chasing off snakes with a magical flute? I don't know. He ran all the Protestants out of <laughs> Ireland. That's I mean one. snakes. Yes, yes. Snakes. And, and jolly old St. Nick. I know him. Yeah? Yeah, there you go. You got a couple. And St. Archer? Hey! That is the beverage <laughs> we're going to enjoy today. But first, in honor of our dear, dear Val Kilmer, we have a delightful beer. It is uh, from Stone Brewing. It's a barrel-aged, oh, sorry, bourbon barrel-aged arrogant bastard. Very nice. <laughs> Alrighty, I'm going to crack one of these puppies open. Steve, you want to talk a little bit about the Saints until I get this all squared uh, away? Yeah, I'm um, sure. Released in 1997, uh, this movie uh, <laughs> came basically... During the height of Val Kilmer's popularity, um, you know, everybody remembers The Doors and Tombstone and all that, but this was right after uh, Batman Forever and yeah. uh, Ghost in the Darkness. Oh, my favorite. And right after Doctor the Island of Dr. Moreau. Oh, where he got his namesake of beer. All right, let's pop one of these puppies open, shall we? Absolutely. Thank you, honey. My pleasure. Doesn't that sound wonderful? Sounds delicious. Alrighty. Sorry for the dead air, folks. Uh, 
Alrighty. Uh, Arrogant Bastard Ale is uh, Stone Brewing's American Strong Ale. This has been aged in Kentucky bourbon barrels. Mm. Um, it is pretty fantastic looking. The color, would you say that is my artist friend? Oh, that is a mahogany color, but it is crystal clear. If you hold this up to the light, it's dark, but it is completely clear and beautiful. Mm. It has a nice off-white creamy head. Let's see. Giggity. Mmm. Mmm. It's got a nice taste of the oak, a little smokiness to it. Strong ale holds up really well with those flavors. Nice hoppiness. Everything pretty yeah. much from Stone is hoppy. If you are a hop head, if you like IPAs and that, you've got to get yourself an arrogant bastard. Yeah, it's actually really hoppy considering it's been barrel aged and everything. But, uh, right? yeah, it's fantastic. Alrighty. Let's see. I won't lie, folks. I cannot read this bottle. It has a bunch of tiny writing. Yeah, wow. That is a lot. Yeah. Um, I didn't give you permission to pick me up. Blah, blah, blah. Okay, you know what? We're done with this. Uh, yeah, <laughs> American Strong Ale, uh, Stone Brewing, think they're hot stuff. And they actually are. But <laughs> We actually saw a cup earlier today from them that they were selling that said, uh, it's not too expensive, you're too damn cheap. <laughs> yeah, yeah that's true. Which is pretty much uh, pretty much their motto, but they make really good beer. They do make good beer. And if you do, if you like super hoppy stuff, you should definitely try and find their Double Bastard. Yes, Double Bastard is good stuff. And the brew's mm-hmm. out of uh, down LA, or right, Escondido or something, or Let's something see. something Spanish. <laughs> Somewhere down south, I'm yeah. pretty sure. Yeah, check them out. They're they're available. Stone Brewing's available anywhere. Uh, well, just about anywhere, at least on the west western U.S. I say check out Arrogant Bastard. Let's see, arrogantbastard.com. Wow. Thanks. Yeah. All right. So, The Saint. The Saint. By Romance Action Flirt. What were we calling it earlier? Uh, Romaction? It's a spy romaction. All right. I like it. Yeah. You want to start us off with the plot, or do you want Uh, me to? I'm not going to lie, honey, I don't know, I just watched this movie, like, we ended this ten minutes before we started recording this podcast. <laughs> I don't know if have, have I... Have you already can... forgotten it? <laughs> it was kind of all over the place. All right, um, anyway, let me <laughs> let me see if I can start off. Uh, ooh, I remember it starts off with uh, at a ooh. Catholic school in the Far East yesterday, as yes. the subtitle says. First off, I don't know why there's a Catholic school in the Far East, but I'm there a, is. I'm assuming they mean New England. They were all very white oh, children. Yeah. <laughs> the Far East of Manchester. Exactly. Uh, yesterday. Um, Maine. <laughs> and it's about it, it's basically the backstory of the saint as a little no, like eight or nine year old. It was a small child who was being beaten. Okay, then it's, a, then it's an ancillary story about a child <laughs> being beaten at a Catholic school. Um, and Named for a saint. And everybody at the orphanage, it's an orphanage, sorry, um, is named after a saint uh, because, you know, the bastards of sinners, be saintly and give yourself to the church and blah, blah, blah. And then there's a night where uh, Simon Templar, the main character, as a kid, uh, he's given some name like John Rossi. yesterday. I'm simply going by, the movie said it was yesterday. Okay, the movie's stupid. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> the movie said yesterday, therefore this is Fine. simply a non-sequitur. Fine. Apparently yesterday a kid wouldn't say his slave name 
And so the kids were punished because he wouldn't call himself Kunkenek. <laughs> couldn't call himself Toby. Um, and so the priest separated the boys and the girls and starved them both. But but little Kunta, or John, whatever, Simon, whatever his name is, yesterday. A small blonde child. We're still in the first 30 seconds of the movie. Uh, he picks the locks, feeds the children, and runs off into whatever. Oh, but, wait, but you a very important part. He goes he into whittled, the girls. Wait, sh- he oh, whittled sorry. a skeleton key. Yes, he whittled a skeleton key, <laughs> skeleton key out of the crucifix that the priest was wearing. Okay, well, well, please, continue. What, how does the rest of the story go? <laughs> he frees the girls, and one of the girls jumps out a window and dies. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. One of the girls falls down and dies, and yeah. and then smash cut to... Tomorrow. Moscow, tomorrow, where super spy Simon Templar is on a job to steal a microchip from the KGB. Awesome. Uh Spoiler alert, uh, action scene, but he does. <laughs> action scene, insert action scene. And then using 1990, late, mid-1990s internet connections that all yeah. spy movies have, uh, you know, those secret backdoor chat rooms, uh, he's about to hit $50 million and be out of the game for good. But there's just one last gig. And who's hiring him? The KGB. To fill the <laughs> formula for cold fusion. Oh, Steve, you're from Utah. Tell us all about Cold Fusion. Well, as you know, at the University of Utah back in the early 90s, uh, we figured out Cold Fusion and then Thank immediately you. forgot how to do it. <laughs> That's uh, blonde for you. <laughs> <laughs> no, there, there, there's a whole thing back in the early, late 80s, early 90s at the University of Utah saying they figured out Cold Fusion. Uh, and they're like, cool, show us how it is. Oh, we can't replicate it again. But we totally did it, we swear. We swear we did it. And then the funding for engineering department got cut by like 90% because of the embarrassment. But <laughs> that's not included in this movie. <laughs> in this movie, a lovely scientist by the name of Dr. Emma Russell. Yeah, we'll say Dr. Emma Russell, played by <laughs> the, the head of Heavenly. Elizabeth Shue. Just so you guys know, Steve has a raging boner right now just saying her name. Not, I wouldn't say raging. <laughs> it's at least in the leather face. Okay, uh, full disclosure, Elizabeth Shue was basically my first crush as a kid. She's still your only crush. Uh, I mean, I liked her in Karate Kid, you know, when she was like the chubby cute girl in the sweater, and then Adventures in Babysitting just put it over the top, and I was like... When they made the fuck with the babysitter. <laughs> and then leaving Las Vegas when she was a little prostitute trying to save Nicolas Cage from his own... Ter- uh, anyway. Most unbelievable part of that entire movie. That was the she would be a prostitute? Uh, yeah. Well, yeah, that Nicolas Cage would still kill himself. <laughs> anyway. That Nicolas Cage himself after being with Elizabeth Shue. Anyway, we're sidetracking here. Um... <laughs> Okay. So, Dr. so a young prostitute discovers <laughs> a young prostitute <laughs> discovers the formula for cold fusion. Well, the bastard son of the spy is breaking out of an orphanage. <laughs> exactly, the, the bastard son of James Bond. Um, it, it, the KGB hires him to steal the formula from cold fusion from her, mm-hmm. but an unexpected side effect of their interaction, they fall in love. He keeps yeah. saying she fell in love. Well, she fell in love, but obviously he did, right? It's he, Elizabeth Shue. Yeah. It's, Who wouldn't bang her? Yeah, exactly. Um, 
So then, so then uh, there's a whole bunch of double crossing going on because spoiler the KGB kind of into that stuff. Uh, he's like, I gave you the formula, you should give me the money, and they're like, nah. <laughs> you know, the recipe doesn't work. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not the baker. Don't make me the butcher. <laughs> no cake, no dough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a pretty oh. interesting little interaction in the middle. Uh, and then uh, the rest of the movie is basically uh, Simon trying to save her and also get the formula. And yeah, the her getting into her bra a couple of times. Yes, her getting into her bra a couple of times. Oh, that's right. He falls into the falls into the freezing river in mm-hmm. Moscow and doesn't immediately go into hypothermia. Instead, uh, they find a they, they find a prostitute who leads them to a closet that they can strip down and use each other's body heat to keep warm. By the way, I want that closet. Her closet, her little hidden closet, is behind a face that looks like a dresser, but when you yeah. pull the dresser drawers out, it's a door, and then it's like big enough for two people to fuck around in there. Yeah, Izzy just wants a secret passageway yes. and stuff all throughout her house. Oh my god, yes. <laughs> I want to be something like, I can't find the cat. Yeah, yeah. And so yeah, from there it's basically, uh, they're trying to get to the uh, American embassy before the KGB axes them. And that's basically the last half of the movie, pretty much, yeah, right? Yeah, pretty much. All right, so, thoughts about this movie. Okay, so as somebody who still, I'm not sure, understands plot, this is a fun movie. Yeah, all right, yeah. This is a fun, this is a good movie to drink a high alcohol beer. Oh, we didn't even talk about the alcohol content on this delightful beer. Mm, probably about read 7 it. or 8%, I would think. 8.2. Hey. Yeah. Although, full disclosure, we definitely tested out some of this uh, barrel-aged bastard, which is literally its name while we were watching the movie. Indeed. Mm. Um, yeah, uh, I, I remember watching this when it first came out, obviously, because Val Kilmer and this, but she was in it. Yeah. Um, I remember thinking, oh, okay, that's kind of cool. Uh, I didn't think it was as cool as like Mission Impossible, the the first one with Tom Cruise and all that, because yeah. years earlier. But it doesn't have as much action. It's yeah. much more focused on the romance. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot, not, not a romance. It's a, it, 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 and it's kind of a romance where it's like these two people have never really. Uh, apparently, the same is a bit of a he whore. Uh, oh, that's right. He bangs Emily uh, Mortimer. Uh, yeah, as a as a flight attendant, in order to help him smuggle the microchip in the beginning, that was yeah, kind of cool. Um, and she's you know the ridiculously hot scientist who is so focused on finding focused saving the world through cold fusion that she can't have time for you know a little side bang. Oh, um, so a little underlying here that I noticed. So they mentioned Elizabeth Shue's character has a heart. Problem yeah, in the beginning, right. she takes medication, but apparently the magic of Val Kilmer's dick cures her broken uh, heart. Simon Templar's dick, not necessarily Val Kilmer's. Okay, well, I'm not going to say that it's like FDA approved or anything, <laughs> but apparently he broke, he he fixed her broken heart. Oh, trust me, research is out there <laughs> <laughs> and continuing, I'm sure. <laughs> Val Kilmer's, no, seriously, this will help. <laughs> At the very least, with your high blood pressure. Um, but yeah, definitely check this movie out. It's our, oh, my, yeah. my first time seeing it in a good, gosh, 15 years or something like that. Yeah, movie. same and for me. It used to come on a lot on TNT, like different edited versions. Yeah. 
And the the head of the KGB is the guy who plays the head of the KGB in every movie involving the KGB. Uh, his name is uh, Rada Serbezija. Uh, he plays a character named Ivan Tretiak, who's uh, basically trying to become president. Mm. Uh, and and just trying to discredit the current president. Yeah, discredit the current president. Because, you know, they don't have oil. To, uh, anyway. Heating oil. Yes, heating, heating oil. To for, run their... For their lamps? No. <laughs> right, for their lamps, not for their He's smuggling all of the whale oil in <laughs> 1997. Yes, all of the orcas are under his palace. <laughs> orcas and orcas worth of oil. Give me more beluga oil. Um, but yeah, um, and and there's a nice little cameo at the end with Roger Moore as the uh, announcer on the radio. The radio voice. That was kind of cool. Definitely. Um, yeah, fun fact. Uh, what we got with this one? Oh, yes. Oh, do we want to do our uh, second beer first before we get into that? Ooh, yeah, let's grab a beer. Okay, excellent. Uh, let me just one. Alrighty, so we've got St. Archer's White Ale going here. Say Belgian White Ale. Oh, did you hear that nice little frizzle? Opened it up. Over the clinking of the glass. <laughs> Sorry. Here we go. Sounds like winter. Oh, so much sizzle. So much sizzle and bubble and deliciousness. All right, now for the little bit of description. Uh, oh, what color is that, sweetie? This is a hazy gold color. Yeah, nice. St. Archer Brewing is out of San Diego, <laughs> uh, California. And it's a Belgian white ale that is brewed with high-quality pilsner and wheat malt, generously spiced with coriander and fresh orange peel. Belgian yeast provides the traditional, refreshingly tart, spicy, and fruity flavor profile, while the wheat, protein, and yeast give a customary, hazy appearance and contribute to the flavor and mouthfeel. Excited mouthfeel. I hope you guys watch. I really hope you guys watch Boxburgers. <laughs> if, if not, start. <laughs> Alrighty. So this beer, I'm going to go ahead and say, it tastes very much like Bavarian Belgian yeast. Okay. Yeah, it's a lot. It's like Blue Moon, a little mellower. Oh no, this has this is a much more intense flavor than Blue Moon. But yeah, 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 it's like a stronger version of Blue Moon, but yeah, um, this yeah. has that like I'm gonna say this and I mean it in the best way because I really do enjoy Belgians, and if you don't enjoy Belgians, this is probably the exact reason why you don't. Um, kind of that like sweatiness flavor yeah. to it. Um. And yeah, it's very strong in that. It smells it's an very interesting mouthfeel. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh I don't know, it feels kinda like it's full bodied. So I'm gonna oh, yeah, yeah. Like it's full body flavor. Definitely a good drinking beer, but it's one of those things. Try try some Belgian beer. If you like it, you'll like it. If not, you won't. It, it's kind of an acquired thing. It's different from uh you know, Pilsners and you know, Coors and Miller and stuff like that. So. Yeah, so there are different kinds of yeasts, and if you're a fan of beer and listening to this podcast, you probably know some of them, but typical ones you deal with are ale yeasts, which have a fairly mellow flavor to it. The Belgian yeast, which, for lack of a better description, tastes kind of sweaty almost, but give a really interesting flavor dynamic. And then there's lagers, which is what they use for, like, pilsners and things like that, that 
a ridicule temperatures and have very subtle flavors and give just really clean, crisp beers. Yeah. So. Excellent. Excellent description. <laughs> there you go. And, of course, again, this is from St. Archer Brewing in oh! California. So you see why we uh, threw it in this movie. By the way, speaking of Archer... Archer. Is the saint in this movie a lot like Archer, or is it just me? Oh I, my god, we realized that Ar the Archer from the cartoon show Archer is, Sterling Archer, is straight up based on it, Val Kilmer in it, this. Especially that first outfit where he's got the, the big bushy mustache, is <laughs> like the KGB agent. Like, I swear I've seen an episode where... <laughs> you mean every episode where he's Chet? Yeah, <laughs> Chet Manley, yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, watch that show too, Archer's awesome. Um, all right, trivia. trivia. Did, you, did you know there was an alternate ending to this movie, apparently? What? According to the IMDb trivia page. In the bus. In the original version of the film, Dr. Russell, uh, Elizabeth Shue, collapses while giving a lecture and dies in the saint's arms. The saint sees uh, Trediac Jr., who's the bad guy's son with the cane, mm -hmm. uh, stabbing her in the leg with the tip of his cane. Thus, the final half hour has him set to destroy the villain's plans and avenge her death. With Dr. Bachman's help, he switches the formulas around and humiliates Tretiak during his show trial of the Russian president. Uh, spoiler alert. Um, the saint battles Dr. Russell's killer on a stairwell as Russian tanks pound outside, exposing and setting fire to the vast stockpile of heating oil in the basement. With the stairwell disintegrating around them, the fight spills out onto the chandelier, suspended above the blazing oil. That giant chandelier they were at mm -hmm. the beginning. I was wondering how that was going to play in the finale. Didn't he shoot, shoot it down and crush it? No, that, that was just one in the hallway. I'm talking oh, about okay. the, the yeah, big the one that was going up the staircase. Oh, yeah. okay. So that makes sense. Uh, the Saint teases Tretiak Jr. with the disc containing the formula for cold fusion. And as he reaches out for it, the Saint cuts the rope. And Tretiak Jr. plummets to a fiery oh, death. Me. Returning to Dr. Russell's home, the Saint finds a letter from her. And he vows from now on to use his skills only for good. Test audiences didn't like the way Dr. Russell died three quarters of the way into the film, and footage from the original ending features prominently in the film's primary trailer. Oh. Mm. Uh, director Philip Noyce uh, hopes one day to be able to restore the original version of the director's cut DVD. Mm. Interesting. I would watch that. By the way, again, uh, as we just mentioned here, directed by Philip Noyce. Noyce! Um... He's done other movies. Uh, he actually, uh, Salt, the Angelina Jolie spy thriller. Uh, he did Bone Collector, Angelina Ooh, Jolie with Crippled Denzel Washington. Yeah. Uh, he also did Sliver. Ooh. You ever seen Sliver? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he also did Clear and Present Nature and Patriot Games. Well, hot damn. He makes yeah, good movies. Right? And you've never heard of them. By the way, you know what's Moist. a really good night? You watch Bone Collector back to back with Seven. Oh my gosh. That's a good night. I've done are, that night before. Are we going to have to do that? I've done that night before. It's a good night. Nice. I mean, you won't sleep ever again, but... <laughs> <laughs> you may think everybody's a serial killer after that. <laughs> that and, uh, what is the, the other one, uh, Along Comes the Spider? Or? Oh, all those, uh, Ashley Judd movies or whatever? Along Came a Spider? Along Came a Spider, Kiss the one. Girls and, uh... Double Jeopardy. She was in a bunch of those yeah. in the 90s. Th yeah. there, there was a night, me and some friends, and we watched uh, those three. Interesting. Anyway, back to the saint. The saint. <laughs> so yeah, alternate ending. Sounds like it would have been a little more 
vengeance towards the end, and then uh, spawned a bunch of sequels using his powers only for good. We're at the end of this one, it's kind of like, uh, we're just going to go off to our uh, our bang shack and be rich as hell. Uh, anyway. I want to know what happened to the kid from yesterday. Yeah, I assume he got his ass beat. Right? The priest just beat the shit out of him. Ooh, maybe that leads into the sequel. He, he He's running and running away <laughs> and uh, stumbles upon them at their bang shack. And, and he goes, oh my god, you look just like my father. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, folks, I overgasped. <laughs> <laughs> I want to overgasp. I just want to keep it to, to study. <gasps> um, several actors uh, allegedly passed on the role. Oh, um, who passed Simon on the role? Simon Templar, George Clooney, another Batman, uh, Kevin Costner, Mel Gibson, Johnny Depp, Daniel Day-Lewis, and, of course, apparently an actor who... I assume passes on every role that he isn't actually in Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh, this would have been such a different movie. Could you imagine Arnold Schwarzenegger... <laughs> uh, okay, so the same thing is he... He's basically the master of disguise, you know, from that yes. Dana Carvey movie, where he dresses up in his outfits and does super ridiculous accents and everything. Could you imagine Arnold Schwarzenegger trying to be the master of disguise? Howdy, mate. Put another shrimp on the baldy. I am Australian now. Yes, I am from the KGB. Actually, the KGB one you could pull off. Oh my gosh, Arnold Schwarzenegger with a giant bushy mustache. Oh my god. Why have I not seen that before? I don't know. Ah, we're going to search the internet for that. The best one would be like, Hello, I am a nerd. <laughs> I am here. I find her a sexy do you, lady. Do you believe all of this called fusion hocus pocus? <laughs> I am a huge fan. I am a huge fan of the Dr. Russell. <laughs> My name is Simon Templar. <laughs> I am named after a saint who has a twin. I'm sorry. Wait, what? The saint you just what? Excuse me, sir? I am named after a saint who has a twin. I'm fine. I'm, one more time. I didn't catch that last part. I knew that's what I think. He slayed an ant? I am named after I think. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, it would have been an, <laughs> an interesting movie. Um, also, uh, this was directed by Philip Noyce, as mentioned. Noyce! Uh, apparently, Rennie Harlan was also in the running to direct it. He did. Uh, Steve? He did Die Hard 2, Cutthroat Island, Cliffhanger, Deep Blue mm. Sea, Long Kiss Goodnight, if The Adventures of Ford Fairlane. You know, only classics. So if he'd done it, it would have been Stallone as the exactly. same. Exactly. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's Honey, what would, the, what would the same Ooh. sound like? As, what would Stallone <laughs> sound like as the same? Yo, I confused. What? What? My name is Valerie Kulunko. Um, what? Valerie Kulunko. Um, Valerie? Valerie Kulunko. Valerie Kulunko? I, I named after the same. Who have a That's our word, sir. <laughs> I'm completely offended now. Because <laughs> not a You probably could have pulled it off and it been like, <laughs> every, when, when every identity is like a Russian boxer or 
Italian boxer or <laughs> Australian boxer. We're looking for a boxer. <laughs> I don't know I talk like a boxer. Penny Stallone with a mustache. Ooh. A so, big bushy so, mustache. Exactly. Sylvester Stallone stars as the boxer. He's a spy <laughs> whose secret identity is famous boxers. <laughs> to catch a murderer, he must become a boxer. <laughs> he must become a boxer. A boxing racist. No. <laughs> Sorry, it's a little joke we have where to do good, he must become a, rape, a rapist. Rape. <laughs> for, for Batman to stop the Joker, he must become a rapist. <laughs> we think it's funny. Go with it. Um, so, yeah, Renny Harlan was in it. Um, also, fun fact did you know they're planning on rebooting this this I year? Know. Um, apparently, I, I just found this out when I was checking the IMDb page the other day. Apparently, director Simon West, who did, who apparently makes only classics like Con Air and oh. Laura Croft, Tomb Raider, and Expendables oh. 2. Oh. Um, apparently, Adam Rainier, who was in a TV s- series called Tyrant last year. Okay. Uh, he's playing Simon Templar. Okay. Um, and other people in this movie include Eliza Dushku. Uh, from Dollhouse, and uh, she was Hope on the Buffy series. You're just giving me a blank look. You, yeah. You'd probably know her if you saw her. I also kind of have a crush on her, too. <gasps> is she um, a sexy brunette? She is. Wow. How'd you know? What? Oh, she's the sexy brunette. Okay. Yeah. Uh, also, Greg Grunberg from... Uh, uh, Greg Grunberg. You don't have to describe him. He, he didn't think. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Thomas Kretschmar- Kretschmann, who's, you know, always like evil German man. Uh, and the great Ro- and the great Roger Moore apparently is in this one too. Fuck yeah! I would like it if Roger Moore, if they like, are not allowed to make any more saints when he passes. Right. Like, he has to have full approval. Oh my god! What if Roger Moore owns all of the rights? Yeah. It's like Stallone movies. Like Stallone has to star in it if he writes it. Oh my god! Roger, it's a it, it makes movie. sense. He was alive back in the 30s and 40s, yeah. right? Yeah. Maybe the saint is his birthright. <gasps> is Roger Moore a saint? Okay, well, he here, has here's, performed all of the miracles. Here's the synopsis that has an IMDb. Uh, Simon Templar helps a desperate rich man to find his kidnapped daughter. But Simon must face a dangerous adversary from his past. Holy shit, it's going to be Roger Moore. Oh, my As God. As his grandfather? Oh, my God. Or is it Val Kilmer? As his father. Oh, oh the kid from yesterday. That's it. <laughs> that's it. The new Saint, new Simon <laughs> Templar is the kid from yesterday from the '97 movie. That's the only way it could possibly work out. Sorry, everybody, we just spoiled that movie for you. <laughs> oh my God, I'm so excited for that movie. Yeah, we'll we'll see when it comes out. When it's not that movie, I'm gonna do a lot of ranting. So, sweetie, what did you learn from the Saint? Hmm. I learned that Val Kilmer, Kilmer can fuck anyone he wants. And. Also, Val Kilmer's dick apparently cures heart palpitations. <laughs> heart disease! Yeah. Uh, <laughs> as mentioned earlier, Lizzo, she had a heart problem with her character, but by the end of the movie, after they banged a couple of times, she's like, oh yeah, I guess I don't need medication anymore. It was yeah, kind of weird. I have a heart problem, but I haven't had to take Well, I learned the key to cold fusion mm-hmm. is uterons. Or yeah. uterons, or something like that. Wait, it's oh my god, is that what my uterus is made of? 
<laughs> is that why it only, it, only yeah. female researchers are, can make it work? Yes, that's a, that's the only way it can work. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I like, like vagina's full of uterus. I, I, I love how like in the movie they were specifically like, so wait, how does cold fusion work? I'm like. Oh, well, in this little device, uterons just kind of spin around and around and around and around, and it comes out as energy. Well, that sounds awfully simplistic. Well, yeah, here, let me show you on this board now. Try to pay attention, because it's really... A, and then it's cut to the next scene. Or, or it's kind of a fade to the next scene. But it's like, what? okay, that's going to be more interesting than whatever you've got after. Uh, um, uh, anything else you learned? The Val Kilmer sex scenes are... Surprisingly boring. I think they are. That was he's, the dullest part of that movie. Uh, he's got to be in like a really good, like intense, like love scene, like where you, where you're actually convinced. See, like, I, like, all right. So this is my theory on it. My theory is that he is such an intense lover that if he <laughs> even started to turn it on, he might actually destroy the tiny actresses that he's sharing the scene with. Maybe there are. It's like Superman's ma dick. Maybe when he was a young actor. He would do scenes, uh, like in Top Gun, obviously, the oh, oh, <laughs> homosexual yeah. overtones and all that. I but, am but waiting, it was so intense. I'm waiting for the director's cut of that, where it's just all the lovemaking between him and Cruz. All right. But it was so intense that the film evaporated in the machine, and so <gasps> there's no footage of it. Oh, and then, you know, once everything went digital, that no longer worked. But he learned, and he's like, no, I must keep it a mystery. That's the only oh. explanation. Good job, sweetie. It makes so much sense. Um, how about this? How many miracles does it take to become a saint? Oh, ooh, I learned this one. I learned this one. You have to perform the miracles. There you go. By the way, fun fact, your body not decomposing after you die counts as a miracle. I also learned... Um, have you seen the movie Fletch? Fletch! Yes. This is essentially the same plot as the movie <laughs> Fletch, right? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> a private investigator, or journalist investigator, mm -hmm. whatever, trying to save somebody who discovered a formula for cold fusion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It, 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 was, it was an odd thing. Odd thing. Um, anything else you um, I mean, there's so much good stuff in this movie, but... If a guy's carrying a cane, he's a bad guy. That's true. Oh, yes. That, that came with the gun slash sword. I don't know. It's a very, it's a very intense thing. That's an intense kind of. cane. That, that was super intense. Also, something I learned is that this movie is A, incredibly enjoyable. I had a good time yeah. watching it. But B, it's totally unmemorable. I'm sitting here going, I literally watched this half an hour ago, and I could watch it again, and it'd be like I haven't seen it in 15 years. Yeah, there there are definitely parts of the movie that are just kind of slow and boring. It's just filler. Like, like there are a couple things I remember. Like, I remember the, um, for obviously reasons, I remember them, like, stripping <laughs> down and rubbing on each other wow. when it came out when I was 16. Um, and, oh, you know, I, I remember the guy twirling his cane everywhere he went, and... And I remember the the most interesting man in the world as the Russian president to be or whatever. <laughs> Not the same actor, but very similar. Well, honey, but, I mean, it, it makes kind yeah. of sense that they probably had to stretch it out if they cut off the last, like, 45 minutes of the film because they had to change the ending. That makes sense. Well, oh, yeah, yeah. It would have been another half hour. Yeah. That would have been, like, two and a half hours long. Realistically, yeah. So probably it was just, like... 
you know, two hours or like an hour 45, and they were like, no, 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 you can't do that. Interesting. We, you know, this isn't testable. And so like, alrighty, well, we'll just have them, I don't know, touching each other. Just kind of rubbing up on each other for a little bit. Hey, what if he or fell in, in the water and then little, he had to like a little more know, beef footage of yeah, see a little more beef footage of the um not parade. Oh my gosh, the <laughs> protest, oh, protest. The, protest. Yeah. the word. <laughs> the other word. No. Um, hey, you know what would make this movie longer? More cane spinning. More cane spinning. <laughs> we can add at least forty-five minutes worth of cane spinning if we just add it to every scene. Let's have more of a uh, Val Camero dressing up like a nerd. Oh, the nerd. <laughs> yeah, uh, Schwarzenegger is the same. Would have been awesome. <laughs> oh god, this would have been such a different movie. <coughs> so Excuse yeah, me. yeah. Um, so yeah, that's the Saint. Uh, it's streaming on Netflix. Check it out. Let us know what you think. Shoot us an email or uh, hit us up on Twitter, Facebook, all these little spots. And uh, hey, if you're listening to this and you like it, share it with a friend. Share it. Have them hit us up. We need uh, ideas for good movies. We've got a big pile of bad movies, but if there's something in particular you want to see, let yeah, us know. Definitely. And of course, the website again is EILFM. That's Edward, India, Lima, Ferrera, Mercedes. No. You mean everything, <laughs> everything I, I learned from movies.podbean.com. <laughs> How's it going? Everything I learned from movies. Everything I learned from movies. Uh, yeah, check out our website. Uh, you know, subscribe, all that fun stuff. Well, you should subscribe. That way you won't miss any of this retardedness. Yep, and we're hopefully going to get on iTunes here soon so we can get all the automatic updating on your iPod. Oh, so many empty threats. Yeah. So many empty threats. <laughs> time, time, time. Um, yeah. Alrighty. Let us know what you think. And in the meantime... Everything, Everything I learned from movies. Have a good night, everybody. <laughs>